Hello and welcome to the Lehigh Valley Food Podcast. My name's Tim, and with me today, I have my co-host, Riley. Today, we are at Notch Modern Kitchen and Bar. So on, um, so on the show today, we actually have three different guests for, uh, for where we're at today, for Notch. And um, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yeah, so my name is uh, Chef Tyler Baxter. I'm the executive chef here at Notch Modern Kitchen and Bar. Um, been here since the opening. Um, really excited to be on the show and talk about some important points and just really let everybody know what's going on in the restaurant business right now and yeah. make everybody understand what we're going through. Uh, my name is <laughs> Neil Heimsoth. I'm the uh, beverage director for uh, Notch uh, Modern Kitchen and Bar. And I'm joined with my favorite GM, as always, Jesse Pesolano. Here we are together again. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Pesolano. I'm the general manager here at Notch Martin Kitchen Bar, along with Chef Tyler. I've been here since day one, yeah. and I really am excited for the opportunity to talk about some things. Absolutely. Pleasure to meet you. Where did you guys come from? <laughs> My mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Beautiful <laughs> story. Ter terrible answer. Um, so I came up in the valley. Um, grew up in Center Valley. Went to Southern Lehigh High School. Um, after high school, just felt like I wasn't ready for college. So the restaurant industry kind of piqued my interest a little bit. Just being able to communicate and socialize with new people all the time um, and new coworkers. And it was really intriguing and I just kind of fell into it and I've been doing it ever since. So I'm on 18 years right now. Wow. I've opened <laughs> four different restaurants, um, all of which have been incredibly successful and, and well known, you, know, yeah. Yeah. you know, hope to continue that path, you know, as I go forward. Awesome. What, so obviously, I mean, I've had the food here and it is good like you make good food where did where did where did this passion come from though like you know you said kind of like you weren't ready for college but how did you get to be where you are with cooking and how did you get to to be at this level honestly truthfully growing up my father was a single father for a long time um and myself as a teenager was incredibly particular i didn't want to eat anything but like roasted chicken and some <laughs> roasted potatoes, like very basic and seeing his passion for food and being able to create something different for everybody's different flavor profile was really like just very surreal and seeing him be able to cater his full-time job because he's a full-time doctor wow. um, and be able to pause his whole life to feed two picky kids <laughs> was very, you know, very humbling. So always, that's always been in the back of my head and I've now taken that into my life and I can be able to please anybody who has any kind of preference. You don't like this, you don't like that. Sure, we can make it work. Yeah, Always, absolutely. all the time. Growing up, you decided that, you know what, you were going to just make it and, sh and sail and you never at all tried to go into culinary school or? I, well, actually I ended up going into culinary school when I was 25. Oh. Um, so I had already been the sous chef at Cosmopolitan in Allentown, which is no longer existing, mm -hmm. but okay. it was a seven story restaurant. We would do weddings every set Friday and Saturday for 200 people <laughs> oh, plus a full service. So I was very out of my element. I didn't wow. know that for that place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, so they, it was like kind of like trial by fire wow. where it was like, hey, can you do it or can't you? 
they just threw you. <laughs> and I put, I put my head down and we just kept doing it and kept doing it. And, you know, I have such a such an eager work ethic and I want to be able to do the best that I possibly can by me and by all the people surrounding me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this business is based on is we have to be a team. Yeah. And we yes. have to understand yep. that if we can't do it all together, we can't do it at all. Especially exactly. in the kitchen, one machine that communicates. 100%. Yeah. Like if one gear is off, mm-hmm. guess what? The whole machine is going to go <laughs> well, down. That's the same with my car. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's so relatable for every for every aspect mm-hmm. of yes. life. Like this is team. This is, you know, team first. Put all your other struggles aside. You come to work and we do what we have to do. Absolutely. Exactly. I love that. I love that so much. To echo Chef, you know, with the teamwork and the team atmosphere mm-hmm. and things of that nature, it's, you know, that trickles from front of the house to the back of the house, you mm-hmm. know, and um, that's that's everything that a restaurant really relies on. So it's nice when you have somebody who's uh, at the head of that uh, as a as a beautiful equal. That, uh, <laughs> wow. That, uh, that, you know, leads by example and really sets like a really good tone for the restaurant, you know? So a lot of us always try to just build off that and Jesse does a great job of that. I try to do the same thing with the bar team yeah, um, sure. and Chef does a great job with that, with the kitchen team, with the chef team, so. Yeah, one thing we talk about all the time is culture mm-hmm. and that kind of gets overlooked in restaurants, but we have the dynamic as the leaders of Notch that like, we don't want to yell and scream. We don't want to do things and make it so that this isn't an environment that employees don't want to be in. And we really do have that ideal thing where employees enjoy coming in. You know, Neil has an amazing sense of humor. Chef has a great sense of humor. I'd like to think I do, but I'm not as funny as this guy to the left of me. Sit or miss. But anyway, (laughs) that being said, the three of us together, I think it does create an environment and I think guests see it. Like they see nobody's walking around tense. Everyone's having a good time. And And also it lends itself to educating, Mm -hmm. you know, which I think is huge because, you know, I know, me and Chef always talk about it, and it's what one of the beauties of working side by side with Chef is that uh, what we try to do with the bar program is just constantly evolve and constantly mm-hmm. educate, and, and not only our staff but our patrons and our guests, and uh, that does nothing but help grow the entire restaurant and uh, community mm-hmm. of, that we're trying to build. Yeah. You know? On the menu here at Notch, what what are some of your favorites that you've created or that you've done? I mean, I would say the top two favorites are the. Uh, Korean fried chicken, mm-hmm. which coming from opening the bayou with me and my sous chef currently here now, Sean Rainey, um, we created, I mean, in my opinion, the best fried chicken in the valley, um, <laughs> oh, which we've been voting. We, we, yeah, vo- we were voted best claim. fried chicken our first year open at the bayou. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, you know, kind of transposed that recipe and modified it a little bit for here to, you know, to fit the motif yeah, and to fit, fit our niche. Um, and as well as we have a miso glazed cod on the menu, which is this dish that's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Chef Nobu from Manhattan created it. We kind of, again, took our own spin on it and made it our own. And in my opinion, that's, you know, the most classic and most appropriate dish for this restaurant. Absolutely. I've also had, I don't know if it's on the menu currently or if it was a special, it was a pan seared salmon. Yeah, we have two two versions of the salmon on the menu yeah. right now. We do with basically like a version of like a red curry, mm-hmm. which has roasted corn, roasted tomatoes, um, roasted peppers, an XO broth, which is this classic Chinese sauce from the 80s that was like tried to bring the wealth of the Chinese culture to prominence. Yeah. And they created this own sauce, which has 
this really expensive ham, dried scallops, dried shrimp. It's just all the most like flavor packed items into one sauce. Mm -hmm. So we form that with some mushroom broth um, and that's served with a piece of seared salmon over top. That's that's amazing. It, it is. I've had it. It's it's one of the best uh, one of the best pan seared salmons I've had in the Lehigh Valley. Awesome. And you guys definitely do like you know you guys cook it correctly too. It's yeah, it's not it's not know, falling apart. Right. We t- we take a lot of pride in what we do. Even yeah, the most simple absolutely. things. You know, it it comes down to just being proud and prideful and really caring and loving what you do mm-hmm. every single day. Even if it's monotonous. Even if it's like I've done this for the past ten days in a row. You put all that stuff aside and you just. Yep. You got that art. passion. It's an art. You That's amazing. To. You have yeah. to because you can taste it. Yeah. yeah. And our, our guests can taste it. And that's the beauty of it is that they taste what we feel in the food that we cook. One, one more thing I have to add about the menu. My girlfriend absolutely hates rice. <laughs> and the rice that you guys serve with the uh, pan seared scallops. Oh, is yeah, the only rice that, rice that yeah. she's ever had. And she said, wow, this is delicious. And I'm like, what did you just say? See, right. And that's yeah. what we're doing. We're breaking borders and we're, you know, tearing down boundaries for people to say, hey, maybe I never liked it because I never had it cooked well before. Mm-hmm. So now they can understand, hey, we have professionals doing this for us and we can really be receptive of that and say, oh, this yeah, is good. They care. I can yeah. taste the love in the food. Mm-hmm. And along with that, it's also the presentation, um, like that salmon dish you were just talking about, um, just the different colors that are all in it and the way they set it up. Same with the scallops where they do it over top. It's just once you look at it, you know you're going to enjoy it. And then when you dive in and taste it, you do. Yeah, absolutely. So do you create um, do you create the drinks, like the specialty drinks on the on the menu? Yeah, majority of them, but I rely on my bar team a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, education is a big thing. I, I want contributions from everybody. I think it's just it's just the right thing for growth for everybody. And, uh, yeah. you know, like Chef, we go heavily on seasonality. So we change okay. uh, our cocktails about every six months. Awesome. Um, you know, really relying on a lot of that new seasonal flavors and complexities that, that come around that we can take advantage of. and and continue to educate our guests and build that mm-hmm. trust that they can come in and really order anything off of our signature cocktail list and uh, be pleasantly surprised. Like you said, if awesome. they don't like rice, they like rice here. <laughs> if, you <don't, laughs> if you don't like gin, I can make you fall in love with gin. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that's really the goal of the entire of the entire team, I think, from uh, bar and kitchen. You know, So it's, it's right. really fun, it keeps me engaged. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So Neil, I, I think you know what the next question I'm gonna ask is coming. Yes. But- <laughs> Since you have this expertise and this knowledge to share with everybody, how did you get it? How did you get here? How did yeah. you get so good at making somebody who hates gin love gin? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, um, my liver doesn't appreciate me much oh. at all. Um, but you know, it's the things we go through for you. Um, no, I think uh, the dedication. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think oddly, you know, it's really funny listening to Chef. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a similar story. Story where. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do in college and and I was, uh, you know, I'll be 34. So early 2000s college was just, uh, you either went to college or you were a failure kind of thing. And I didn't enjoy that outlook. I I wanted to stick it to the man kind of thing. Um, But I enjoyed people Mm -hmm. and I enjoyed experiences and I enjoyed um, just communication. And I think that's what led me to the industry. And then I fell in love with spirits and the histories around and the history around them, the classics. the creative, the creativity that comes with mm-hmm. it, you know, and I, I fell in love with that. And I think a big thing for me is, and I always tell people, it's there's a million bars 
in the valley. You know, the fact that humans decide to join me at my bar on any given night, whether it's anniversary, if you're taking care of six kids, right? (laughs) And you only have that one day every two months to sneak out with your significant other or just yourself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Who am I to not provide just one of the most amazing experiences because it's your getaway, right? And that's That's something that I've always appreciated, something that I've always loved about this industry um, and something that I continue to enjoy to this day. You know, it's, it's really about those interactions. I think that's the most fun thing. Just happens to be surrounded by booze, which makes things even which more fun. Which makes things better. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, that, that, makes, that makes people want yeah. to have even more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. so it just happened to be a fun, uh, you know, thing that I settled in. And I, I enjoy <laughs> it uh, to this day. It's challenging every day, every year, uh, especially nationally. You know, I, I love to try to keep the Valley up to date nationally. And I think we're doing a good job. Yes. Like, so do you guys tap into the local winery and distillery scene, alcohol, when you change every six months for your menu some of the some of the restaurants that we've had on the show are a little smaller and have um the like the liquor license is the pennsylvania local yeah. liquor license which i actually love that pennsylvania allowed those people to do to be honest with you they really gave them an opportunity to broaden what their license originally intended for them to only only do so i do what we i do what i can in uh in terms of supporting local. local um local especially spirits wise it is difficult uh price point wise in many ways because things are new and yes that's a, it's such a difficult thing to balance so um you know running a program i try to support where i can uh without ruining my bottom line which is my <laughs> job i guess you know um, but there's amazing products coming out and it's really just it's been fun uh like chef i've been in this industry for about 15 years it's been really fun to watch the growth mm-hmm. of the valley right you know i was born and raised here i know you were too right no i'm from the poconos uh, that's why we don't let them talk much oh. Close enough, right? <laughs> don't worry I, I have some questions for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just here for moral support no we do that and then um i'm here and, for neil <laughs> yes this is it. he's been holding my hand the entire time underneath the table um no but it's, it's like it's a question we um uh, <laughs> With that seasonality, it gives us that opportunity. And that's what I love working with Chef so much, who is such a creative mind. And one of the reasons why I took this position because I've respected and loved him for so long in the Valley uh, to work side by side with him and work in that kind of atmosphere, uh, doing chef's tables where we create tasting menus based off of his exclusive uh, food menu. Uh, Those things are all things that are very exciting. um, And what, you know, that that kind of it's it makes it so much fun every six months you know when yeah. you just yeah. local flavors mm-hmm. local things that are pumping up all the pumpkin spice if you want it i guess <laughs> in the world which i don't try to do ever yeah <laughs> um, i'm not understand but you know like I've you know asked. there's a balance uh but i i yes it's very fun and and i think every spirit has its place that's the beauty of this initiative of, of what we do and and creation of cocktails is um, your base spirit, not every gin is equal, not every, you know, whiskey, yeah. bourbon, rye, uh, everything brings something else to the table. And it's about, it's on us to understand that complexity and that depth. And if it's the best for the cocktail or not for the cocktail, uh, now wineries, we actually are bringing in, I've brought in a couple from Felino estate recently mm-hmm. and uh, cellar beast winery, which is a, a new winery up North kind of by eight Oaks distillery. Um, those are all that we're going to be running some features, um, re, you know, soon um so yeah we definitely like i said we try to support where we can um being a heavy cocktail program uh (laughs) we're still trying to build our wine program i love that everybody loves our cocktails so much so it's it's i don't want to just be like drink wine yeah drink wine wine. no like cocktails are awesome keep drinking cocktails that's That's, that's cool but uh we we do what we can and so we have a couple locals that we'll be featuring uh soon Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to continue to always always branch out and 
and, do what's best. And you said cool. with the cocktails, you match the the kind of like the flavor, like try to pair them with Chef Tyler's food. So are they, do you, do you guys bring in like imported different spirits from different countries and stuff to try to? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, uh, so we run um, about 80% of my inventory is like special liquor order, which actually you poor individuals can't get at the liquor stores. No. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I can order speaking the about case. the, speaking about <laughs> the PLCB, you know what I'm saying? But um, you guys are only deemed allowed to get so many things. Yeah. And uh, the beauty of that is I can get a lot of things that you guys can. Mm -hmm. And uh, we try to utilize all of those amazing bottles and spirits from all over the world in our cocktails uh, to create that complexity and that, and that uh, beautiful balance that we're looking for in every, in every aspect. Um, so yeah, so yeah, we try, we try to bring all that into, into play um since you have opened so many restaurants and been a part of so many restaurants do you personally on the side have a particular style of cooking or preference i mean that's like one of the most common questions that i'm asked all of the time <laughs> being in the limelight unfortunately yeah. sometimes um you know people always like hey what's your favorite dish what's this what's that you know, and it's it's a hard question to ask or to answer because I just I love cooking, I love food, I love to make people happy. This is something that is a, a global thing. Yes, every single person has to eat. We all have our favorite kinds of food, and I want to fit into that in every single realm possible. I want to be able to associate and attach with any person I talk to. You know what? Oh, my favorite Greek dish is so-and-so. My favorite this is so-and-so. You know, yeah. I want to be able to have all of that knowledge to say, okay, yeah, I can relate to you. And we can we can chat about this and chat about your history and chat about your culture. And everybody else can learn something from that. I love it. So you can touch into every yep. single type. That's beautiful. I, because if you put yourself in a box, yeah. guess what? You're mm -hmm. just going to do that forever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And this is something that is, again, so global that you can literally be a part of the entire world just <laughs> yeah. from cooking in one restaurant. Yeah. I, I have to say, I'm, I'm obviously not on your level of cooking and I'm not even in your industry, but that's <laughs> kind of how I cook at home too. I, 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 it's like an art, like it's it's a game to me. Like you pick a country or a culture and you try to make oh, something yeah. from that without Absolutely. even knowing, yeah. like looking at a recipe or anything. No, and that's, you know, does it taste go with your like heart. it belongs. Exactly. Like, yeah, your heart tell you what you want to cook. Absolutely. And, you know, you know what you like to eat and you yeah. know what you like to taste. And especially cooking at home, that's the, that's, you know, such an issue with people is they get scared and intimidated by a recipe or this or that. Yeah. And it's like, just follow your heart. Just do and it. I know I like this. I know I like this. Put them together, see what happens. Exactly, experiment. <laughs> That's what I do. It's still edible. Yeah, you're still going to be nourished and sustained. But yes. maybe you learn something from that. Right. And that's the whole point. And also Absolutely. with cooking, like you can have a good time with it. Like whenever I'm making something in my house, like I take the Alexa out, I put on some music, and just have a good oh, time yeah. with it. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Right. This is you know a, a multifaceted <laughs> thing. Like we we have different <laughs> levels to this, and we need to focus on other people's behavior, other people's interests. And when we bring all that together, we are successful. <laughs> I I am a little sad because I did forget to ask since, you know, wine, spirits, cocktails and cooking, does he actually use any of the liquor? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's one of my favorite things about working, like I, I touched on a little bit with Tyler is, um, I think that cohesiveness is something that I've always looked for. I love mm -hmm. working with the back of the house because I, honestly, we're just, we're chefs with booze. 
right? <laughs> it's still the same understanding of flavor pairings, of, yes. of balance, of you know salinity and sweetness and, and acidity and all that fun stuff that you were kind of figuring out the same equations at the same time, just in a different uh, medium, you know? So that's why I love Chef so much is, is Chef's very open. He has any questions that I have. Um, a lot of culinary overlap has happened in the bar world when it comes to sous vide oh, yeah. ingredients and, and just understanding how proteins work, things like that. Like, um, it's really been a very back and forth industry these days, which I've yeah. loved to watch. And I've, I've just, I try to eat it up as much as I can. So I picked Chef's Brain all the time. And uh, anything he's bringing in for a special, um, even the waste I try to use. Uh, you know, we try to limit our waste uh, mm -hmm. as well in our program. Uh, so we really, bump our heads all the time trying to figure out like, hey, if I use this, can you use the skin? Can you use that? Can you do this? Can we integrate that? And um, I think that's another really fun, challenging aspect of of the industry. That's really great, that open communication. Yeah. It's ever so flowing ah, and you just try. I was just gonna say, I think that's what that's what makes the the kitchen and bar like so successful here is it is. It, it's a different dynamic when everybody is able to communicate back like that machine, like Chef Tyler yeah. said before. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. And that's it's really a, a, a huge, a much bigger machine. And like the GMs are like the smallest cog, but they're actually like a really <laughs> <Wow>. appreciated <laughs> cog. So that's that's where I was gonna go next. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. You know, you started off by saying something really nice about me, so I was trying to think of something that I could give it back, but now I don't Dude. know. Build you up, break you down, build you up. All right. <laughs> That's compliment that is, sandwich. This is our relationship. <laughs> That's where I was going. So, so <laughs> Jesse, how do you um, how do you work with them to pull everything together and 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 kind of kind of keep the machine going as one cohesive transmission? We'll call how it. You corral these egos, yeah. sir. <laughs> I have always said that bartenders and chefs need to have an ego because they need to believe in the things they do. And we're not short of that, so we're good. <laughs> no, but um, I'm to the Thunderdome. Now, to answer that question, um, I just think it is all about managing personalities when it comes to both your staff and your co-managers and understanding and appreciating the things they do. And one of the reasons I really like what I do is because I do get to see things that Neil and Tyler come up with and I, I actually do sit back and go like, where did they come up with that? Like, yeah. it is amazing. So then they do that and it's my job to help educate the staff and then we present it to the guests. So like, I'm just kind of that middleman that kind of figures that all out. You're an amazing middleman. I'm pretty Aww. good at it. That's awesome. So you're almost <laughs> kind of like the liaison between the kitchen and the bar and making sure that the the fights don't break out and that everyone's, <laughs> everyone's nice to each other. <laughs> That's it's a volatile industry, man. <laughs> like, like, goes, we're not all sane human beings, way. all right? We're not it is all. amazing at 36 that I have as much hair as I do at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, it's, uh, it's a crapshoot, man. Industry is, uh, it, it is stressful. It's, it's not meant for everybody. Um, it is something that I'm eternally grateful for, though, mm -hmm. you know? And it's I, I wish more people saw the good from it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and the, just the, the experience that you can get, the understanding, the appreciation, um, yeah. just full life circle kind yeah. of thing industry is great I, so I, like when we run to add on to that question mm -hmm. um we try to run specials fridays and saturdays mm -hmm. and the bar will come up with something and the kitchen always comes up with a couple dishes and it is just amazing to see the art that goes into it and even if they didn't plan it that 
both the beverage and the food end up matching up where I could be like, yeah, I'll order that and I'll drink that and I'm going to have a good time. So. Seems like everyone's in tune. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys, how was COVID here? <laughs> you flipped that switch wow. like a goddess. Um, um, <laughs> thank you. COVID was like everywhere mm-hmm. uh, here. It was um, very difficult in the beginning, I think, with uh, just the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, um, I, I think one thing that I, I always really and I hope you can agree with this sentiment is something that I was very proud of is we we originally opened this restaurant as a very fine dining restaurant with mm-hmm. plating yeah. as Jesse like alluded to earlier just mm-hmm. being beautiful plating and and just lovely dishes craft cocktails you know things of that nature uh those don't typically lend itself to takeout mm-hmm. no right but um we adapted and we actually got best takeout in Lehigh Valley, right. uh, according to Lehigh Valley style. I saw uh, that last post, year. Yeah. So, so congrats. Like so. again, uh, give him props on that. The way the chef yeah. team really just adapted and adjusted um, yeah. to make our dishes travelable, uh, you know, right. if that's a word. And <laughs> what was really uh, crazy too, not to just keep piling on there, but we had actually just won best new restaurant for Lehigh Valley style as well. And then we went into this quarantine being like, okay, we did this what comes next. And then at the very end of it, when the light was at the end of the tunnel, we realized we won best takeout. So it was, you know, a testament to the work that we all did. So what did you guys do different from everybody else to win best takeout? Like, how did you? Uh, I like to think we probably drank more. We drank a lot. (laughs) We drank a lot. (laughs) Key, that was a key. (laughs) Uh, No, I think we we found um, our strengths in our our packaging. I mm -hmm. think that would uh, handle our dishes appropriately. I think we opened up uh, lines of communication really, yeah. really well, uh, we, both online uh, with packages that were very. Uh, yeah. So it also it was, you know, it was a scary time for everyone. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, we wanted to do things to show the Lehigh Valley that not only are we here, but, you know, we want to make this known that we're here for you guys, too. So like our executive sous chef made chocolate chip cookies to just throw in every bag and like just as a thing to be like hey this is nice um personally myself every to-go menu like i signed something like hey you know thank you so much for supporting local we really appreciate it i hope people hung on to those just in case in the future (laughs) wow yeah wow you know what i mean Um, (laughs) and then me personally i ran everything out two cars Mm -hmm. so i like to think i was on the front lines uh, to a degree, <laughs> he yeah, um, he was risking his life. Yeah, out these there. people were just oh signing goodness. papers, and I was like, "I'll go meet these people face to face." So actually, though, that also, <laughs> I'm gonna rein it in as GM again. That also is why we have the close knit relationship that we have. Like we opened up, and then we were in this situation, and now literally, it's two chefs, Neil, myself, and our assistant GM Eileen, and we were all just together every day. And then we would slowly integrate staff back. Like we brought a few of the day oneers back and then a few more, a few more, depending on what the laws, restrictions, everything yeah. going on. And in that time, we decided to switch over to a tip pulling system, which I had never done in all my years of experience. And I, at the time I was like, oh, how is this going to work? Yeah. I did it in a multiple places, but they were all smaller because it makes yeah. more sense. You but, yeah. kind of see the team. Like, aspect more than a larger restaurant yeah, yeah. So, honestly i was surprised yeah so honestly though it worked and we're still doing it because nobody wanted to be that weak link nobody wanted to be that person that wasn't getting a 20 percent tip like nobody no. wanted to be that person that wasn't doing side work like it 
and we're still doing it today because of that. So yeah, and everybody's that was one positive yeah. that came from it. Yeah, I also think it's something else that I love about the industry is the, um, I think the challenges and the uh, to adapt is something that is very fluid in this industry, yeah. and it's something that's very challenging, mm -hmm. um, and it always kind of pushes you. And uh, that la that year was a prime example of it. You yeah, know, absolutely. I think uh, people got creative, and we had to. And, our videos uh, yeah yeah it started our videos i, I mean guess. we're here we might as well self-promote yeah uh, it started <laughs> yeah, so, our so these videos let's yeah. let's talk about them real quick not i got better it. as they went on uh so it was me by myself for a while uh doing to go cocktails which mm -hmm. was a, an amazing opportunity in the state of pennsylvania and I, I really wish they kept it going for uh everybody um across the state uh but you know it was really fun to to watch and see and it, you know it challenged me to come up with very creative ideas to um, figure out how to best uh sell that and adapt that and uh the video was a fun way i think uh, jeff our owner uh virgin Appa, what's up jeff is uh <laughs> hi jeff he's a very uh he's a very progressive man who understands the social media aspect mm -hmm. of this that is now a very you know prevalent thing and um mm -hmm. And he wants to take advantage of it and he pushes us to uh really go after it and 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 trust us to really kind of be a face or a voice uh for the restaurant and uh, you know bringing jesse and i was a, i was a little tentative at first um but i opened up there pretty you quick, go you know and i accepted and, him and as for the social media <laughs> wow. thing now more than ever i mean our our yeah. business survives on helping other businesses tell their story mm -hmm. and exactly. now more than ever the internet in general and social media is literally the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we understand that very, very well. And, yes. I, and yeah. I, think, I think in that time during COVID, um, you know, it showed people too, like sometimes they go out to a restaurant and they might not, you know, think about the people behind the counter, but like it showed mm -hmm. that, you know, we're all human beings, we're all in this together. And like, we're trying to give this experience and like, I'd like to think the videos are entertaining and like maybe they can Oh, have a it fun is entertaining time. because I, on the drive here, I was like, wow, I love their dynamic. This is fun. <laughs> and I'd like, I'd actually like to see more of it. Thank you. And yeah. I think I we're going to keep them going. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. should keep them going. Yeah. We can definitely keep them going. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a fun thing that kind of came out of you yeah. know came out of left field and it's something that we really enjoy doing. Um, yeah. But that's like another thing that you know everybody's been trying to learn. You know whatever's best for your restaurant yeah. for your team for your you know what you have i think we have such a involved crew in all assets and all facets mm -hmm. and uh that we were lucky enough that nobody was selfish nobody yeah. everybody understood what needed to be done and they saw the benefits right of it and working together and working so. together like yeah. uh, nobody ever walks away going like how did i not make this yeah. everybody mm -hmm. understands that everybody's pulling their weight whether they're here or not and if you put in hours, you're going to make money. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much where it's at. And mm -hmm. it, so it worked out great for us. But it's, it's obviously every every situation is its own devil. Yeah. And that's what's been really interesting about the, the industry in general. I mean, I think it was the excellent org of the GM to make it go. <laughs> most, oh, my God. Bring it here to my eyes. We're, uh, <laughs> we're forgetting about the, the man in the back corner over there, <laughs> yeah, too. He's, uh, Jeffy. He's got to do something. <laughs> he's here. <laughs> he does. We set up opportunities like this with this mm -hmm. amazing podcast, right. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So that we could uh, have our voices heard. He alluded to it, but Jeff is very hands-on. Mm -hmm. And like, he came up with the ideas for social media, but also when we had like that second 
shut down in December, he personally came up with different to go things like packages mm -hmm. and we did like neighborhood delivery for a while. Oh, like wow. that's crazy. Yeah, it kept yeah, us. Yeah, kept well, I'm not going to do it again, but I think it was a, it was a, <laughs> I don't think it was you ever drove It was one of those options. I drove a couple times, got lost. You did not got drive the, I, I, I drove a couple times. I, got I drove. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, like you said, I, I think, and that's something that, um, you have to adapt. Yeah, you yeah. have to. You have to go with the flow in this industry. You have to realize what you're good at. What you know, what you can really capitalize on, and uh, how you can not only help your team, but you know the your customer base, mm -hmm. your entire community that, that's that so you fun, rely man. on. And yeah, that's what's fun about it. So we have a little <laughs> game that we play with the chef. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the physical item with me okay, today. That's fine. Um, we can pretend. But we. I have a two-year-old at home. I'm good at pretending. <laughs> Usually we would bring out some sort of random canned item and ask you how you would <laughs> oh, cook it into a five-star dish. <laughs> um, this is like chopped. Yeah, but, something yes. like but that. But the fake version. Except I yeah. usually just pull it out of the bag and whip it on the table. <laughs> like, what are you going to do fun. with this? <laughs> um, for you, I had um, canned clams in like a lemon butter sauce. Oh, beautiful. There you go. And oh man, I mean, we were, well, we have clams on the menu right now, so true. I would probably do an iteration of the version that we have right now. Um, some, maybe do a version of white kimchi if mm -hmm. it's in a lemon butter sauce. So we could do like heavy daikon, lots of kefir lime, um, coconut milk as the broth, awesome. served with a little bit of maybe like toasted milk bread, which we okay. make in house. Um, just to sop up all that nice juice and oh my goodness. having a good old time. Nice juice. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Hey, man. I'm down. I'd try it. I'd eat it. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure having you guys on. It's been really guys. fun. Thank you. Thank you yes, uh, so much fun. for having us over to your beautiful no, restaurant. Of course. I mean, thank gonna, you, I'm Jeff. Thank you very much. Appreciate all your time. Thank <laughs> you. Um, and, um, we're going to go make some cocktails. Yeah, for oh. sure. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We'll definitely take I'm going to go drink time. those cocktails. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. And, um, Thank you. you know, Thanks for having us. Yeah. Be sure to check out everybody else that we have on the show. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go Birds. <laughs>